This is Whiskey Dix, and you're listening to the DU Football Show. Football! Fuck yeah! That's how I felt during the final. <laughs> Every time my mom was like, wow, this is intense. I was like, football! Because <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it definitely made you want to run out in the streets and be like, yeah! I had my own Emmy dance going in the living room. <laughs> yes, you did. And uh, the couch still hasn't been the same. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the 2022 World Cup, as told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, the Yando of this operation, my good friend, Mr. Samuel Graham. How are you, Mr. Graham? I'm fine. Do you, even, you don't even know who Yando is. How are you? I already had a thing in my head. Fuck mm. your joke. Yeah. You said that was a great reference. It was. The, I don't even know. I don't know who Yando is. I it, went it would straight be a better to, reference if you weren't muted when you said that, hon. I went straight to uh, Tom from Blink-182. Yeah, I know. I know. That's exactly That's what I was doing. It's, I was making a Guardians of the Galaxy reference. So anyway. has the big, huge yeah, Mohawk thing. Correct. And, and whistles a lot. And ah, the whistle. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Okay. Now I know exactly what you're talking about because I just watched <laughs> that movie with Tegan three months ago. Very good. So anyway, how are you? We're recording the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Uh, it is dfootballshow at gmail.com to get in touch via email. And, of course, and the most efficient way to do so is at dfootballshow on all of your social medias. There are also many of other ways, which we will come on to at some point during the show as well. Uh, the like better, usual. The Better Than Brody uh, account Twitter on Twitter is killing it. Is coming back strong. Yes. Made a few uh, seal references mm-hmm. to uh, you. Uh, or, or, or. <laughs> things we discussed <laughs> last week. So I've checked with at least four people since last week's episode aired. Uh-huh. And they said my logic was sound. However, it is fucking weird. <laughs> I'm going to need a Photoshop of a seal and the Golden Globe trophy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, an otter and the Golden Globe. Uh, glove. Golden Globe. Wow, glove, you glove, combined glove. globe and glove twice there in different ways. How did you manage that, Mel? I'm talented. She said something really well with the mute button off and then really poorly with the mute button on. She said so glove. Talking like yeah. this. Heard. <laughs> she glove. said glove and then glove. Yes. <laughs> She fucked, it up. she fucked it up twice. You know what? You're the only person here that needs to write their jokes because you're the best cold reader in the business. Co fefe. Sam, myself, both work in the wine and spirit industry, both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So, as the red blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Uh, Mr. Graham, it's a cold as shit day. So, I decided to go with the whiskey. 
from Isla without the E. What yes. are we drinking? We are drinking the Port Charlotte. He- Ooh, excuse me. Cunt cup. Port Charlotte heavily peated Isla single malt, which was, I don't remember what number, but it was on last year's list. Two years ago, two years ago. it was in the top 10, I believe. This is the Paco 1 2011, mm-hmm. uh, eight years old in oak casks. Uh, conceived, distilled, matured, and bottled at a Brugladi distillery of Isla. Uh, there is no blurb. No. Big Pete. It is big, massive Pete, iodine, Band-Aid, but not in an astringent way. Right. You also get that little bit of lemon zest, mm-hmm. and then the smoke hits you big time, mm-hmm. and you lose all sense of flavor and enjoyment, and you just decide to get drunk. When it's a cold day, this is exactly the whiskey exactly you Exactly what you want. A little it bit warms. of water, always nice to... Uh, yeah, to big, cut this down. Big ice cube, let yeah. it melt for a little while. We, uh, in fact, I poured it over ice when, before we even mm-hmm. started sound check because I want it to get a little watered down. It gets a little more floral when you let a little bit of water impact it as well. Absolutely. I also, uh, for those of you watching on the feed, Mel, we have anybody in the feed here to, uh, so far? Yes. Awesome. Uh, I <laughs> she didn't, got it right this time. I didn't mention it last week. Uh, I was gifted something. Yes. Um, and it'll be perfect for the second half of the show, but I want to start off by thanking my boy Garrett that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you can all see it. It is an unt mug. If you carefully look at it, when the C is in the right position, when the, uh, when the, uh, handle, handle. is in the right position, you see what it spells. Yep. This is my new whiskey glass for the show. Garrett. Cheers, bud. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. We always love getting free shit on the show. So feel the need to send anything in. Just DM us. We'll give you a P.O. box to send it to because we don't want you to know where we live. Well, now we got a... Uh, In case you send like fingernail clippings or something. <laughs> Very well, you know. <laughs> not out of the possibility. Don't want to give out our assassination coordinates. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the other fun fun bit of all that, Brilliant. too, is our... Uh, our Patreon, we now have a bidding war for yes. our affection between, <laughs> yeah, uh, we between do. Cole, uh, International Man of Mystery John, and of course, the P1's P1, Taylor. <laughs> it's never felt better to be a $2 whore than right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Because the top bid at the moment is like $18.64. <laughs> and you know what? Um, we got some whiskey to pay for because the new 2020 mm-hmm. list came out. We've just about finished it, except for the three we're still waiting on. The real balls fuck expensive ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, so, Mr. Graham, what else should we always do? Remember to drink responsibly, please. Uh-huh. Now that the World Cup's over, no more day drinking until Saturdays again. That's a good thing. Uh, hey, at least you're allowed to go back to drinking in stadiums like civilized human beings. Let's do this, brother. Yes. It does have a good. It does have a good clink. Yeah, I like it. Like that quite a bit. Well, good find. I also like the back of it too. If you can see that, was just a digitized emoji smiley Smiley face. face. Yep. It looks better on a phone than it does the cup, which is good. Mm -hmm. I like that. The World Cup final had everything, with the biggest stars in the game performing at their best, and a legend, and a legend, finally gets the one trophy he has chased his entire career. Argentina three, France three. Argentina wins on penalties four to two. There's always going to be um, recency bias in everything. And we always say, this is the goat. This is the great, you know, and all that shit. Mm -hmm. We didn't just see the best World Cup match ever because that's it's not even debatable. That is the best World Cup final 
ever. It's the best World Cup match ever, <clears throat> let alone final. Is yeah, yeah. Sorry, the nineteen. F- sorry, nineteen sixty-six. Yeah. No, this is now it. Did we possibly witness one of the greatest sporting events ever? Well, the World Cup is the best sporting event in the world. Period. Start there. So even the worst World Cup is the best sporting event in the world. All right, but like, like, think of like you know Ali Frazier, Secretariat, uh, winning the Triple Crown, going away at the Belmont. Um, uh, the yeah, miracle, what, the miracle on seconds? the miracle on ice, right? Um, Johnson, uh, that, that Johnson Lewis comparison. in the Olympics, right? Like, there's there's a lot of fucking things, right? You know, <sighs> this is right up there. There's a lot of great moments, but in terms of a, a full sporting event, I will never say that a, a horse racing can be a part of that because the entire piece of the Triple Crown that's visible to the majority of human beings is about seven minutes long. Yeah, it's, it's three you know It's three two-minute runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, great. Um, the Miracle on Ice tournament lasts about three weeks. Yeah. Fine. And the Miracle that, on okay, Ice great. wasn't the final. The Miracle on Ice was the semifinal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, great. That, that okay, is kind of somewhat comparable. Uh, initial figures that I saw were 4 billion people watched the final. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well over half of the world's population. Yeah. So, <laughs> when... Uh, I love all the little American football heads. Ooh, the Super Bowl. Look at the Super Bowl. 300 million, 400 million people watch that. Yeah. Congratulations. You had a 1% of what the world's population did or mm-hmm. 10% of what the world's population did. Congra- right. Congratulations. I, well fucking done. 90% more people watched the yeah. World Cup. Final I'd like to see I'd as like a s- single game. Take into account the entire month. I would like to see what um, the final number. Mel, if you're able to pull it up, if you can do a little research on it, I'd appreciate it. If you can't find it, not the end of the world. But I'd like to see what the final number was because the USA-England match, which now, granted, prime viewing time, right? Mm -hmm. Saturday, 2 Mm o'clock in the afternoon, between live television, streaming, and Telemundo, ultimately brought a 20 share, which is 20 million viewers. Mm -hmm. That's a big fuck number. That's the biggest number for a soccer in, game in the United States. Right, for a soccer game. So I'd be very interested to see what the, the number was because, let's face it, it was walking right up to the NFL. It was right before uh, NFL kickoff. Mm-hmm. So there had to be eyes. And I imagine Which the I think second, probably helped it. The second half on probably really got eyes. And we'll, we'll get into the match breakdown itself. But, you know... <sighs> But we're talking about had fucking every. We're talking about these numbers. Everything. You have to get rid of your American bias, right? Because <clears throat> the World Championship of American football, the Super Bowl, the rest of the world doesn't give a fuck about, right? Of the course. World Championship of baseball, the World Series, nobody gives a fuck about, but us in Japan, right? In Cuba and Mexico, the World Championship of basketball, the NBA Finals. Nobody gives a fuck about uh, but us, Croatia, and uh, northern Spain and southern France. Right, right. <laughs> no one gives a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's that's my point. It's not a world thing. This is a world. This is literally the world right. stage. There, at the end of it, was a stage, and more than half of the world was watching right. at that moment. Right. Oh, it's, and Emmy Martinez decided to put but, his dick in a glove. But, <laughs> but to, you know. More on that later from our Argentinian correspondent, Mel. <laughs> But coming from, uh, you can't help but wear a United States-based show 
a lot of our listenership is United States based. And I'm not talking to them because they get it. But we're I'm talking always, to the dickheads. I, I'm, I'm with you, but we're 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 talking about the comparison will always be what it was in the United States. And I would say it was very impressive. And if you wanted, we talked about last week, if you wanted there to be a game that people could watch, it was a Saturday, it was England versus France in the semifinal, and it was a magnificent match. It had no sports competing against it. It had all the opportunity to have eyes on the TV. And this game blew that game up the fuck away. And that game was incredible. Yep. I mean, just mind-numbing. Uh, let's kind of get into the action a little bit. The first half, yes. Can I yell at Fox? Please, first? yell at Fox real quick. Fox decided to cut away to NFL Sunday and change channels for the lifting of the trophy. Yeah. Aggrieved. Uh, yeah. For one, really pissed off <laughs> at that, personally. I, you know what? I'm sick I'm, and tired of having to change channels every goddamn time something happens, whether it be to Peacock or back to NBC or am I on NBC Sports or where's my game being shown? And then to have Fox do this after they fucked up the lifting of, lifting of the trophy last year. Also, as everything was being built and getting ready and they were doing just random shots, they stayed on somebody with a boom mic in their face like uh, like that. The, this here. You, the... Uh, boom yeah. part of it they had the boom mic in their face uh Lionel messi i believe it was mm -hmm. um in the whole build-up to the thing and i'm like th this is why i hate you fox right this is why i hate you um although it was nice to see alexi lalas eat crow yeah <laughs> that was good the always enjoyable the the thing that um if this was even four years ago they would have cut to Fox. It wouldn't. It, well, it might not have even been on the main network. On Fox, right? It would have probably been on Fox Sports because they would have allowed the pregames to go off. And if it didn't go to extra extra time, they would have cut to. They had already said they were cutting to the trophy ceremony on mm -hmm. FS1. So Mel, what do you got? So we don't have exact numbers yet, but FIFA has <clears throat> said over 3.5 billion people watched some of the World Cup. Okay. It set records in France and most of Europe uh, and in America. The uh, final was watched, I'm sorry, the men's match was uh, the most ever watched, 19.65 million viewers on Fox in America. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's not the biggest World Cup American viewership. That would be 25 million people watched the Women's World Cup final in 2015. Good. Okay, very good. Awesome. Very good. As they should, because they're actually a good team. And very women's football is respectable and the same product. Watch it. Very good. All right, let's get Especially into the Especially since they wear shorter shorts and tighter shirts. <laughs> Thanks, Seth Blatter. Seth Blatter. <laughs> that's a direct quote. What All a... Right. What a yeah. <laughs> I could do that now. Yeah, just hold up the cup. Oh, just remember <laughs> when she's as pretty as that, you got to sneak a kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've always said that. You no, know, that's what Rob Stone <laughs> said about the trophy during the during the uh the the trophy ceremony. Yeah, as soon as the words came out of his mouth, he was like, "Fuck, I shouldn't have said <laughs> that's that." That's going to be a thing. Yeah, but I, I think it's more tongue in cheek than than it was a, you know, grab her by the pussy out of, moment. Out of context, <laughs> right? it sounded worse than it was. In yeah. context, it was fine. But if you're just twirling on your phone, you hear that, you're like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's okay for the president to grab her by the pussy. Yeah, well, you know. 
Let's get into the action. <laughs> which, which Emmy the Martinez action. did. Sorry, the Emmy action. Martinez grabbed it. Speaking of action, how's Emmy doing? <sighs> fucking just Jesus Christ. All right, go. Got a bus over here I'm driving. Y'all need to fucking follow. <laughs> First half completely dominated by Argentina. They could not have played a more perfect game in the first half against France. It was textbook. Mm -hmm. Now, some of the France squad was getting over illness and all that kind of stuff. It may have taken a while to get going. (laughs) A while. 70-odd minutes. (laughs) We're going to get to that. That's the second half. But yeah, they, I mean, Argentina were all over them. They, they, uh, didn't score too early, which is a concern, mm-hmm. but they scored early enough that France had to come out and do something, which created other opportunities, mm-hmm. um, and made for an enjoyable final, made mm-hmm. for a very enjoyable final, arguably one of the greatest games I've ever seen. Yeah. And, uh, and Messi doing it all, of course, scores the uh, penalty to open up mm-hmm. the action, but, then for Di Maria's goal, assisted by McAllister, who uh, did the cheeky little flick to McAllister that got him wide open. Mm-hmm. Messi, you know, Messi, right in the middle yep. of the pitch. Messi also gave the ball away for Mbappe's <gasps> second goal. Mm-hmm. He was yep. the one he that was, he was, got, he was yep. the one that got the ball taken off of. We're gonna get to the second half in a minute, right? Well, now. I'm we're just saying, like he half. his imprints were all oh. over the game, is what I mean, and and it was a, a game of imperfections, which made it enjoyable, which made it fun, because normally finals suck. Yeah. Finals are a team trying not to lose rather than a team trying to win. Right. And this was two heavyweights lugging it out. This was two people going, you know, that just stood back and went, Poof. Ugh. fuck you. Poof. <clears throat> fuck you. Poof. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? To the point where- it was just haymaker after haymaker. And it was lovely. To the point where Deschamps, a head coach for uh, for France, removed two stalwart perfect fucking players for them the whole world cup cost me five hundred dollars in real mm-hmm. winnings i the only part of my parlays that i did not hit were olivier Giroud to have two shots and three shots yep not even on target just attempts at goal near goal we kind of knew it was an attempt <laughs> And he got subbed off before France registered a shot. I was going to say, I was going to say, in order for him to get shots on target, that would mean France would need to create the opportunity to have a shot, and they weren't <laughs> even doing that. And that was the worst part of it because I didn't even bet the shots to be on target. Part right. of the parlay was just three shots. He needed to generally push the ball towards the net. If he went out for a goal kick mm-hmm. shot. Yeah, that's all you needed. Fuck. Needed there to be a corner for him to head over top of the goal. He could have kicked one in row Z. That was, uh, as we're he, If he swung hard at it facing goal, but it went out for a throw-in, shot. That as, was a shot. As we were chatting about uh, while, the, while the match was going on, I was like, why hasn't someone from France just taken one from 30 yards yeah. out and put it in row Z? Just to, just to have gotten a shot. But oftentimes we say you've said it to us playing indoor back in the day too, as you're as you're sitting back there watching or what have you, that take a pot from outside. Try to make sure it's on target because then they have to worry about it. Right. They have to step out, which will then create those pockets of space for Mbappe to run into, for mm-hmm. Giroud to even have space to hold the ball up. Yeah. Um Argentina did a lot of what um England did in the quarterfinals. And that was as soon as Mbappe got the ball, three players on him. Mm-hmm. 
and he was completely <laughs> voided in that first half. You're absolutely right. Well, and with you know, uh, Dembele, and, and Dembele was miserable. Best. Yeah, he, exactly, and. Giroud, it's no fault of his, but there was just no one getting the ball to him. There's no service. And they had to change the game plan from we're going to put it to the big fella yeah. because they weren't even getting it to the big fella. Well, but he's also, and they needed to be able to start to move Mbappe around to get him free. He's a very technically gifted player, Giroud, but he can't do it on his own. He's too big and he's not fast enough. Um, he can't do it on his own. He needs service. Or he needs somebody to run off of him to create enough space that he could take his slow ass and get it done. Yeah, and what they ultimately had to do, what they ultimately had to do, and and I know that um, you and Rob, because you know you're also both secretly in love with him, had That's secret. I've been very open about <laughs> very that. Very open about it. That's right. That's I might keep it quiet if I was in the country of Qatar. Yeah, but I wasn't, <laughs> so I could be open about it. I, I I know you, Rob, and him all want to start a thruple together. You know. <laughs> Although yeah, we divorce you in a heartbeat. And pick him up. You're gonna have some serious beard envy for you though, man. I Those don't care. two big luscious that beards. Bother me. I got hair. They got hair envy. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> now, what they? <laughs> here's a good one. What they lack down below, I've got up top. <laughs> Not sure if that makes sense or if I just called myself a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I think you did just call yourself a dickhead. That's fine. On to the second half. Here was probably. If we're going to be critical of this match at all, from the start of the second half till the 70th minute was a little slow. And you could tell. Yeah. Now, here was the problem, though. Argentina had decided, ah, we're just going to keep them out. All we got to do is see this thing out. All we got to do is see this thing out. You forget who the guy on the other side of the fucking pitch is. And huh? while Messi may be the greatest modern day player. Mbappe is the future. He's the greatest future, but player. he's also here. Yeah, and he's and, already got a. We fail to remember he's already got a World Cup under his belt, and that's the one thing that Messi didn't have. So the debate's going to be: Is Mbappe on the same plane as Pele, Maradona, Ronaldo, and Messi? Right now, you would say he's on that trajectory. Absolutely, he's on the trajectory. Hundred percent. Yeah. Now, from there. Uh, Deschamps also then subs out um, Griezmann, who has been Griezmann and Giroud are the See, reason why in, they won. That the, was in the second half. Yeah, though, it? is the reason why they won the last World Cup mm-hmm. was those two. That's why they won it, right? And in Golakante, who wasn't even on the squad this well, year, he was injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the also picture shared of him does look like he gained a little weight. Uh oh, looks like he might have an Eden Hazard problem. Oh, heard Eden Hazard <laughs> problem. Uh, he and he didn't even have to go to Madrid to do that. He did it right <laughs> he there. Did it right there in London. Yeah. Uh, the the thing that started to happen is while the moves seemed odd, what you started to notice from France was is you now had six guys between the midfield and up front that all could kind of interchange and move, and you could see it was starting to hassle Argentina Mm -hmm. and Argentina was having a difficult time tracking people, staying with people suddenly through balls are getting in. And this is with them being very defensive minded. And finally in the 70th minute, they finally get a shot. Oh my God. It only took them 70 fucking minutes to get a shot in our text thread. Again, I at one point went, I am actively rooting now for France to not get, to not even get a shot. I just want to be able to make fun of them for not even getting a shot. So they get that shot, but you're starting to see Excuse things. Me. 
It just Coming. fell out of there. Well, just, you know, sometimes a man got a burp, man. She looked at me funny. Okay. It sounded like your fucking stomach bile was coming out of you. It's just a burp. <laughs> the, you were starting to see it was working. You could start mm-hmm. to see it was coming together. And then 80th minute penalty Mbappe to the penalty, to the penalty spot puts it away. Emmy gets a hand to it. though. Oh yeah. Uh, the, before that, the uh, the mm-hmm. before I get to the penalty bit, the what I would say is the old adage of two nil is the most dangerous lead in sports mm-hmm. um, is absolutely true, and this is why. Yes, for people that don't understand that, because you feel like you're comfortable, but it takes one moment of either brilliance or idiocy, and all of a sudden they're right back in it. Mm-hmm. And if you've let yourself feel comfortable. It is. We've talked about it time and time again. If you start to coast, it's very hard to lift yourself and get yourself out of that as a group. Exactly. Which that proved to be the case. Mm-hmm. Until there was finally a break and extra time started. Because I thought extra time was brilliant from both sides. Yeah, we'll get to that in just no, a moment, well, too. Right. What I'm saying, in, in terms of this, this time period, Argentina let themselves fall into a lull. Yep. And... They were screaming for normal time to be over with by the end of it. I was going to say, in that that 80th minute, they mm-hmm. get the penalty, and then two minutes later... Which was a little soft. Yeah, but still deserved penalty. penalty. You yep. know, the, the, the first one to, that uh, for Di Maria was soft, but mm-hmm. it was still a penalty. It was still undoubtedly a penalty. Mm-hmm. Even if it was soft, it was... Hands down, both of them were both soft. Both of them yeah. were, were penalties. Then <clears throat> they make it 2-2, two to two, and as you said... The rest of that 10 minutes plus the eight minutes of extra time, that 18 minutes was all France, and it felt like France was going to get a third and Argentina was going to lose the World Cup. I said my mother and Tegan were there with me, and I I was like, they're going to blow it. They're going to fucking blow it. Yeah. This is, I can't believe they're going to blow it. And then, luckily, it was not a very experienced striker that it fell to, uh, but it fell to... Um, I can't even remember his name now. The the younger, uh, tall, black French kid up front that came in. Are you in. talking about the one in the extra time? Because there was that one right The, the one end. in stoppage time. Uh, no, that one we'll get to. I wanted, Because Messi almost scored at the end of uh, regulation. Yeah, but so did Emmy saved and sprawled. Yeah. Yeah. That was in regular time. Okay, got it. Yes, yes. I think. Yes. The one where he was got that in big, regular time or no, was the it? one where he got big was literally there was so in, much shit that went on. I can't keep it straight. either. That one. And I'm going to get to that one was literally at like one twenty one. Oh, that was yeah. an extra time. Yeah. Okay. That was in stoppage time yeah, of extra was, time. Yeah, that was okay. the, the one that save the one that Messi. In, okay. Yeah. Messi almost scored in regular and time. Larice saw it cleanly and made the nice. Save. There was another shot, too, that came in that Larice hit. Mm hmm. Yeah. That Larice saved, rather. The one that Emmy, the, the one that was at the end of uh, regulation that um, France almost scored on was the one where ultimately um, Otamendi went down to his knee and hit it off his head. And back put to, it back to Emmy. Emmy yeah. got the block first, yeah. but spilled it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. I got the two confused. Yeah, it's fucking insanity. This, Which this, also, that was an intentional pass back. He passed it off of his legs. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Isn't, isn't waist down. The rule, or is it specifically it was foot. foot? It's foot. It's specifically foot. Okay. I yeah. know header's fine. I know chest is fine. Mm-hmm. I know shoulder's fine. Oh, thigh's fine. A belly's fine. Thigh it's is just, fine? Yeah, okay. I thought it might have been waist down. Just not can't be foot. an intentional mm-hmm. pass. But okay. Not with the with foot. With the foot. That 
not something you would often associate with Nicholas Otamendi. Quick mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah, exactly. It was very well done. <laughs> then we go into uh, we go into extra time, and honestly, at that point, light switch back on for fucking Argentina. Mm-hmm. The entire first fifteen was Argentina pounding oh, yeah. France, and then you get to the second fifteen. Messi does it again, another fucking goal, and he knew it. Yeah, and what I loved too was when the everybody was surrounding the referee for offsides and this, that, the other, all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Uh, right before that, they they showed the referee, and he had his hands out like, get back, get back, get back. But the mm-hmm. way in which he was positioned, the television camera, you could see the big watch, and I'd never seen the watch before. Uh-huh. It was flashing green and black, and you could see the word goal written. Yeah. Yep. I had never seen the actual watch <laughs> before. That's pretty dope. Yep. yep. So he was like, no, go away. Like they're doing one of these things. Yep. And then, but the TV camera was at his back. So when he was pushing away like this, you, you could see, could see the watch. Yeah. They had zoomed in on him mm-hmm. and I had never seen the watch. I don't know why they take so long to look at it. Cause it was in size 42 fucking font going gold, 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 gold. Yeah. <laughs> and also why green and black? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. That's an mm-hmm. odd. Should here be red it, or yellow. So here it is again. Five minutes left. Messi's going to do it. Messi's going to finally win a World Cup. Oh, no, wait. Fucking defense is going to fuck it off again for him. Three minutes left. <laughs> okay. And he comes out like this. Hits off his forearm. Yep. It's... um. Montanel Montanel who who, who scores the winner in in the penalties scored the winner in the penalty shootout yeah exactly but he's the one that gave the penalty away Uh, Montanel maybe I think yeah where he throws out the arm and turns the back and pretends like the arm isn't there dude we all see the fucking arm Uh it's clearly a clearly a handball it's not even up for debate and again this time he gets Emmy to go um, the wrong way but just puts it Walked up and did exactly what fucking Kane couldn't do. He put it in the exact same fucking spot. Mm-hmm. He walked right up and went, I dare you to fucking stop it. I'm going right. right. And Wait. then with his third kick, when we get to the penalties, same fucking spot again. He walked right and up. And he got three. a hand to that one, too. He hit the shit out of it so hard, it didn't matter. Both, right. both those two that Emmy got hands to, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Hit it so fucking hard. If you get up there and you know you're going to fucking rip up the ball through the back of the net. You place it where you want it. Hit as hard as you can. A keeper's not stopping it. I don't well, care do you if a remember keeper guesses the only right. DU championship that we had decided by a penalty shootout. Mm-hmm. I scored the winner, <laughs> and I hit the inside of the keeper's thigh, and he couldn't save it mm-hmm. because all I did was smash the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. For D1, yep. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Yep. Just get up and smash it. You're 12 yards away, and most of us can kick the ball 75 miles an hour plus. Just kick and if it you hard. think from 36 feet, somebody's able to react to a 75 mile an hour ball, no. you're insane. No, they can't. Just rip rip the shit out Just of it. Just rip the shit out of it. As long as you don't kick it straight at him to where yeah. he doesn't have to move. Yeah. So put it waist height to it, you know, a foot and a half, three feet to his right. Yeah. He ain't getting just it. Just banging. He ain't getting there. Just hit it hard. Because he won't be able to react in yeah. time. Yeah. Hit it hard. Wasn't that Harry Kane's uh, philosophy? Just Except rip it. 
put it put it in Rose's head. Yeah, but you gotta keep it down. <laughs> you gotta keep it on frame. Uh, I believe one <laughs> of the latest the- one of the latest trolls I saw was uh, it landing in Buenos Aires at the end of the final. Nice. <laughs> I saw the Bermuda Triangle one. Yeah, very good. Or said it had just been located uh, floating around the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Mbappe steps up, puts it in the back of the net again. <laughs> Fucking hat trick. The second player ever to do that in a World Cup final. Ali McCoist would let you to believe he's the first player to ever do it where all three balls crossed the line. <laughs> I saw that one too. Yeah. That was pretty great. I shared that. <laughs> Thank that you very much. Proper Scotsman <laughs> digging it in. Always having a piss uh, at so, the uh, English, you know? So the, the first one was obviously Jeff Hurst in 1966 mm-hmm. against West Germany. Um, one might forget all three of those goals were from open play. Mm-hmm. Was also a perfect hat trick. <laughs> Oh, not a Scandinavian hat trick? Not a, definitely not one of those. Uh, don't Google that if you have children. It's not safe for work. Uh, use incognito mode if you want to know what that is. Uh, <laughs> that was an accident on our part. Um, it's a sex term, by the way, De- a deviant sex term. I think we can all figure that out. <laughs> the uh, But, yeah, so Jeff Hurst had a, a perfect hat trick, so left foot, right foot header. Yeah, Mbappe. So all also from open play. Mbappe pff, had two penalties in there. Mm-hmm. Come now, on, lame, and then, lame. And then with only three minutes left, it's back and forth a fucking again. Argentina pushing, pushing, pushing. Mm-hmm. Quick counter attack, perfectly threaded pass by Mbappe. Looks like he's gonna get the assist that's gonna win the World <laughs> Cup. Four to three. It's all over. Emmy comes up with probably the biggest, and it's probably why he gets the glove, and we'll talk about if he deserved it or not in the next segment. That save more so than saving a penalty is probably why he got that glove. Because, and and credit to the commentators, like they, when they cut back from uh, Stu and, um, and um, uh, John, it's John who does the, uh, who are the two, primary guys but when they come back like landon donovan just and they're going that save yeah. that, that save that 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 save that that was the entire was world like, cup should right be there. over that game should be over for argentina like, that, that, save. that save was the entire world cup i mean of all the amazing mm. things you know messi the goat and standing up and carrying the team and that save that save that fucking save. When you look at the zoomed in screenshot of it, you can see like his eyes are on the ball. That was he meant it. Mm-hmm. That was he didn't he, get lucky. He mm-hmm. meant it, and yep. he yeah. got he got as we always say as a keeper when you're coming out on something like that, just get as big, big as possible, big. Just get really fucking big. But as Mel says. He's fixated on the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was intentional. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you it's saw not, that ball yes, going that make way. yourself as big Got as you can. Sometimes there. you'll get lucky. Yeah. yeah. He fucking yeah. meant that. Guys yeah. are zoomed in on that. And it's just that focus and that killer instinct that he's got. And and then it goes to penalties. And <laughs> they you know what? I knew it was one. As soon as it went to penalties, I was like, here we go. <laughs> get it on. So both, excited. Both teams I'm again. So excited. Again, did exactly what I want to see. Team, who are the first two fucking penalty kickers? France, two best players Bobby, for the team. Argentina, I, Messi. So right. I either want them that scenario. I either want them to be first or last. Right. You either put everything on their shoulders, or you get it started off on the right foot. I either or, mm-hmm. but I want one of those two. I hate it when the best penalty taker on the team goes second or third. 
I, that is the most annoying thing in the world to me. I was going to say, for my opinion, there's only one place for him. It's number one. Yeah. I don't even like them going fifth because if they go fifth, well, they not, might, might even get to him. Might not get to him. Fucking I would, first guy, but you're, think, the, you're starting everything. Fucking put the ball in the back of the net. You're our fucking leader. Show us how it's now, done. This particular one, obviously, you got the redemption story because it went there. <laughs> but think of if that cunt missed it and you still had Messi to go. Uh-huh. And the weight of the world, literally, the weight of Argentina, the weight of everybody that considers him a mm-hmm. pseudo-god at this point is on his shoulders. His last game, last kick of the ball for Argentina is the penalty yep. that crosses the line. That's a storybook made fucking yeah. written yeah. for the ages. That's something Homer couldn't even have thought of <laughs> no. in fucking yeah. in Greece 2000 years ago. You get that's that would be that's I said either first or last. Mm-hmm. But I hate when they take the middle bit. But second or third, fuck you. Get out. You're so, a coward. Mbappe up there, boom, back of the net. Yep. Messi, Messi up there, boom, bang. back of the net. And you you knew it. You knew it. I don't even remember who the fuck it was who shot second for France. I'm just sitting there going, Emmy's going to I don't know. It was one. the third one I remember was the kid that scored the banger against England. We'll get to that one in just a moment, the, the, the shithousery. But number two, it was, I, I'm just like, yeah, Emmy's going to save it. We, we know Emmy's going to save it, right? And fucking lo and behold, in his chest, he was so ahead of the ball. It hit him and they didn't hit him in his hands, hit him in his chest. I would argue it went through his hands and hit him in the chest. I'm doing an Emmy dance. I think it's intentional. <laughs> I think he purposely didn't catch it. Yeah. It went right between his hands. Yeah. And hit him in the chest. Right. I think that was intentional. Just to be like, look Just at me. to be a dickhead. Just to be a dickhead. Yeah. Then, then Which of course. Which pisses Rob off, apparently. Okay. So then. <laughs> Rob's very like, angry at Emmy, like Emmy all weekend. So <laughs> France gets, uh, Argentina comes up and scores. And then Emmy, instead of doing the whole walking up to the line and talking shit, grabs the ball, walking back and forth with it. The guy throws it up, 20 yards throws away. It out of throws it the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. and, and the and the shooter shrugged his shoulders like kind of huh, at him. And it was like, his mind's already out of the fucking mm-hmm. shot. His mind's already he's out al- of the He's also shot. young. This So like, this was the kid, I can't pronounce his name, mm-hmm. but this was the kid that scored the first goal against England from mm-hmm. 25 out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, scored that banger and ends up stepping up because of, I think, a lot to do with the mind games. Oh, it was it was a hundred percent. To was be psyched, honest, he was psyched out of the he was psyched out of it completely. I was that wasn't that was not a physical save. That was a fucking save by Emmy Martinez. He put it wide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing it was that a I, fucking because even if that was on target, Emmy was there. But I also think he was one of the ones that was sick mm-hmm. and played one hundred twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah, I think he was one of the ones that got that flu bug that was going <laughs> right. around and ended up playing one hundred twenty minutes. I wonder how much fatigue came into it. I wonder why he was one being so inexperienced mm-hmm. was one of the ones to um to take it. And then the mind <laughs> games from a br- people forget uh, the co- the commentators talked about it a bit, um, but not a lot of people remember. He saved two penalties against Brazil in the Copa America final mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. 
He saved a penalty in the buildup. I can't remember if it was the semifinals or the final. Semifinals he saved against uh, Columbia in the no, Copa America. I'm he ta- saved Jerry Mina yeah. and talked to, and did a bunch of shit. I'm talking about in front of him. I'm talking about for Arsenal in the yeah. FA Cup when yep. they won the FA Cup in his last game for uh-huh. the Arsenal. He saved a penalty in in one of the two games in the buildup to that. He's, he's a stone cold killer on that spot, man. He's one for the big time. Now, what makes Rob mad mm-hmm. is. Emmy was very humble being a number two. And he actually, and fair play to Rob, because he normally doesn't concede this point. He said, I had a fair point, <laughs> which he normally just tells me I'm fucking wrong. Right. You're wrong, asshole. <laughs> but uh, basically, he he said, why why is Emmy being such a dick? He was so good with Arsenal. He said he was a number two. He didn't have a place to be a dick. Yeah. When he said to Mikel Arteta, I want to be the number one. And he said, I'm sorry, we're going to buy somebody else. Yeah. You're the best backup in the business. He said, I'd like you to sell me. Yeah. And now that he's been a number one for two seasons. With who? Villa. Oh, that's right. And he won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 14th. And he won 14th place Don't Villa. Care. World Cup goalie. Yeah, first place Argentina. World Cup goalie that y'all yeah. threw away. Yeah, but he mm-hmm. learned everything at Arsenal. He didn't learn anything from that relegation. How scrap. would he learn something at Arsenal? Y'all loaned him out so many times. No, he just sat on the bench all the time. He just never <laughs> he played. Number two, he was number two. It was fine. Uh, he, he went... Um, uh, you made me lose my train of thought, you dick. Good. He, uh, so he goes to Villa, is Argentina's number one, saves the two penalties in the Copa America, right? This is just after saving a penalty in the buildup to the FA, in the, in mm. the FA Cup run. They kept Arsenal alive and they went on to win the trophy. He just become a number one for Villa. He's doing all that shite. And then he comes here and he does this. So he developed this ego over the last two years of his career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he delivers. So, rightly so, because that ego is not getting in the way of the team, and that's my problem with Ronaldo. His eagle, ego does get in the way of the team. Messi and Emmy can literally do what the fuck they want because mm-hmm. the team goes, they buy into, he can do what the fuck he wants. Right. And it's fine. When your ego gets in the way of the team, it's a problem. Emmy also isn't normally doing all that crazy shit during the match itself. No. He may give a fist bump or a Mm-mm. big save or or smack a hand or two, but it's, it's only mind games it's during penalties. Yeah. Yeah. It's penalties. Because mm-hmm. the one he saved, he like come running off the line and did like three cheers oh, jumping yeah. in the air, pumping his fist. It's yeah, it gets in the fucking head of the shooter, man. Yep. It gets in the head of the shooter. One of the, absolutely. One of the comment uh, an article I was reading questioned why. Uh, the French captain wasn't taking the ball and giving it to his players. Hugo Lloris? Yeah. Jordan Pickford does that. Yeah. He'll take the ball after it's scored uh-huh. by his, uh, by his, by the their other, players. Yeah. Uh-huh. He'll run over and grab the ball before the keeper has a chance to yeah. get it. Why, right. yeah. why let Emmy even do Have a games? chance. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Have a why? chance to chuck mm-hmm. the ball away or hold on to it too long right. or what have you. Yeah. Right. That's fa- I mean, that's a fair point. Right. Yeah, that, it, it's fair. Probably because he plays for Tottenham and he's a guy. <laughs> uh, there it is. More pro Arsenal agenda. So the villain for the handball. Get it somewhere. The villain for the handball gets to walk up, puts it away, wins the World Cup. Yep. Fucking awesome. And There's your story. Argentina. He, st- he started to take his shirt off and celebrate, gets the shirt off. And then just started weeping. <laughs> he just couldn't even deal with it. Oh, he just de- stopped running and put his hands his hands in his face like this. The head coach didn't run onto the pitch. He just he started to walk onto the pitch and just stopped and 
started sobbing. Like I don't know was, if you saw the Di Maria cam. Mm-hmm. No, uh, as everything was going on, he cried when he got when he scored. He cried when he got substituted. He cried at full time. <laughs> he cried at uh, extra time. F- the second half of extra time. And no, he cried at- sorry. He cried when Messi scored <clears throat> in extra time. He cried at the end of extra time, and then he cried again when they finished it. Nice solid half dozen Six. cries. He got a, uh, two hat tricks. M- m- mental two health. hat tricks of cries. Yeah. <laughs> mental <laughs> mental health is fucking important I shit, man. Messi cried once. Like even when he had his kids, he was everything. The, I, like, my mom was crying when he got when he embraced his kids and his mom. My mother was crying. I was crying, and Messi was just like just floating around. And so, my mom, much in the Jan vein, goes, "I don't know why I'm crying right now. I don't care." And just started crying. Um, Differences is, is Jan said that at y'all's wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Burn, Dig. sweet burn. Look at you, practicing yeah. roast material. Sweet burn. Stop, stop stealing Jan's <laughs> jokes for the roast. Um, <clears throat> so then, uh, Jan needs therapy. Here it is. They've won the World Cup, and Messi just a smile on his face. Yeah, no crying, no tears, no fist bumping. Just well, if, if you remember initially, yeah, there was no real celebration. Yeah. I didn't see the sprint from midfield that most people do. Almost everybody, well, the, uh, it was broke a lot down of, in tears. Well, there was a lot of Argentinian fans behind the goal, so a lot of them just immediately just started going to their countrymen. Well, well the the sprint came from Sergio Aguero with his yeah. drum in the stands. That was fucking fantastic. Really, Sergio Aguero, ex ex Argentine player, was in a World Cup final. What did he do? He flew his ass over to Qatar. Sorry, fuck Qatar. Grabbed a fucking drum and hung out with the fucking countrymen That's in the awesome. stands, beating the fucking drum. Yeah, the whole match. leading the charge. But as soon as it happened, you saw him. He went, oh, grabbed the drum and started running down the stairs, <laughs> and then tried to get over the hoarding. Somebody went like this, and he goes, "Fuck you, I'm Sergio Aguero." And then he gets on the field and he's beating a drum with everybody, just hanging out. But the the Argentina players didn't sprint over. It was more of a release of emotion. Yeah, it was almost. That penalty went in, and it was a sense of relief, an emotional orgasm. Because mm-hmm. you almost then, pissed it away. You almost pissed it away. And then celebration. Did you, you almost pissed it away three times. Right. Did you see what Messi did? After the second PK, he went right up to Emmy. Unfortunately, they had them both mic'd and uh, whispered in Emmy's ear, well, we had a deal. I guess I'm going to Villa. <laughs> <laughs> She she been she been practicing that one all day. Give her, give I'm very her proud of myself for that. Very proud of Here, he owns um, a penthouse apartment in Miami, Florida. Real, I real, guarantee you, he does not own property in Birmingham. There is one thing. There's one thing we need to do right quick. I'll just before, go for half the season. That's it. Just I mean, he makes seven hundred grand a week. Not? He Why could not? buy a whole street in Birmingham for seven hundred quid. All right, motherfuckers, quid. we're driving the bus over here. Look. um... One thing of shithousery to discuss, and then we need to bring up just a little bit of talk about Messi before we go into the next segment. A female helicopter kind of thing happened. Yes, I missed this. So right against the railing, right? And and Mel was all like, oh, look at the big fella. Like there was a big guy crying. It was kind of there's been screenshots since of right where that big fella was. One uh, rather fit. Argentine lady just took off her top. Yeah. Just brilliant. Off. Straight capital Stanley Cup style, huh? Just press them right against the glass. No, no, no. 
jersey off, fully topless. Just doing nope. this? No, just fuck it. I'm shirtless now, like like a dude would be, right? Like you would just like a dude would just rip off like his shirt. Most and be of like, them were, and be to like, be honest. I'm a man. <laughs> she was just like. By the way, that is a jailable offense in uh, Cutter. Yeah, are you pulling up the picture? I'm finding it right now. Titties yes. out. Fuck you. Hey, do you have the "We'll be back in five minutes" sign for the show, for the for the stream? Oh, come on! You only need thirty seconds. Oh, there's no way that's real. Totally real. Uh, no, the photo's real. Those aren't. No, nah, no way. No real. way. But yeah. No, I don't even think this. She doesn't look real. Look how it I can't turn it. But so far, look how her body tapers downward. <laughs> yeah, I, I. She just, looks like a cardboard cutout. I, I again. <laughs> Mel, you see what I'm talking about? I see what you're talking about. <laughs> there is, there is no, no chauvinism. Or, just respecting the game. Fuck you, my country won. Titties out. Hey, listen, it's, it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. Titties out. I mean, the guy next to her went topless. Why can't she go topless, too? I and, and what I also love is none of them, all the people around her, don't care. Like, what did, all right, titties are out. Good on you. Yeah, what did Ron White say? <clears throat> he said, anybody wants to see titties. He's like, yeah, I want to see titties. A <laughs> 90-year-old biker chick could come up to be like, I want to see my titties. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say she was just doing her best. I was just going to say she was doing her best Nas. Don't yeah. say it's topless. Say the titties are out. <laughs> All right. Roll them back up. All right. So. I love Ron White. It's funny as fuck. We are going to. That, I like that, though. It's much in the vein. Remember the lady at the Stanley Cup final in Vegas mm -hmm. that pressed him against the glass yep. as the caps were going? Yep. So the camera was definitely on him. <laughs> right on him. Because they were skating by with the Stanley Cup. Yep. I'm all about. I'm all for it. It's great. I, yes, I am a man. It is enjoyable to look at, but I'm all for it. Get free the nipple, man. That's cool. It. Not a problem. It'll stop being super enjoyable when it becomes normal. <laughs> but until then, it's exciting. <laughs> so there's going to be discussions, of course. And, um, you know, people are going to say, again, like I said, with recency bias, they're going to say Messi is the greatest of all time. Um, I think that's still up for debate. Um I still think it's up for debate of of Maradona and him, um, but it's certainly up. There's no debate when it comes to someone like uh, Pele because we look at all the things that he's accomplished that that Messi's accomplished. Just a quick reminder for everybody: Pele played in 823 professional matches. Pele scored 775 goals in 823 matches. Messi's not even played in about 540. Like just wrap. But he's that. also scored over 700 goals. Um, overall professionally right now it's a, a 554. I think. It's no, the didn't they send out Budweiser? Uh, didn't uh, they send out things for 600 or 700? I googled couple, it earlier. To, I would, a couple years I was, ago. I was googling earlier today. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I just want to say, let's kind of and also, Messi has one. Pele has three, mm -hmm. and Pele would have likely have had four, but 66. Obviously, England won. And he was injured while playing that entire World Cup. He was basically playing on one leg. And he still fucking played in that World Cup. 
He also should mention real quick while we're talking about it, uh, again, um, he has not passed away yet, thank goodness, but keep uh, Pele in your prayers. Yes, absolutely. And thoughts. Oh, what is she showing Sam here? Oh, that Christian, uh, Christian's watching. He's already made a meme of Sam Graham saying, what they lack up there, I've got down here. <laughs> Very good. Love it. <laughs> Fucking great. That's in our... Our uh, closed group, Drunkards United Football Club. I eerily FC. look a lot like Giroud there. Yeah. See what you did, Christian. See what you did. Or, or well, the yet. only thing I'm missing is a wee bit of gel. Actually, the best, the best thing, uh, the best quote of the day was she called him Gerard instead of Giroud, oh. and I was like, "Hey, hon, no, it's Giroud." She goes, "Whatever, French Rob." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. French Rob. That's who it that's is. It, now, Rob. the angle of this photo makes my nose look really fat. Have you noticed that? Look how wide my nose looks there. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's not my nose. Uh, Yet it is. <laughs> here's here's the final thought before we go into uh, the next segment, Sam, is say whatever you want. One thing that is absolutely not up for debate at all the talk of CR7 versus Messi, the greatest modern-day player is Lionel Messi, and it's not debatable. It's over. It's now, not debatable. In my opinion, it was over prior to this because the one thing Messi had lacked was a continental tournament that Ronaldo had in his trophy cabinet. Mm -hmm. They both had Champions Leagues. They both had league titles. Yep. They both had whatever, right? The one thing Messi lacked that Ronaldo did have was a continental trophy. Yep. And Messi went and got Messi one. Messi went and got one. Well, yeah. Emmy got it for him, but yeah. they they went and got one together. They had right. a, a wee jaunt in the summer and went and got yeah. one right together. Mm -hmm. Then it became who has a world title. And Lionel Messi in the literally only world championship that there is, at least the oldest one. Right. Lionel Messi now has it and solidifies himself as the modern day goat. All time, they're still up for debate, and Ronaldo mm -hmm. is still in that debate, and yeah. that's fine. But modern day, Lionel Messi is the greatest player of this generation. I Hands down, feet down, turn to the east and pray, get on your knees in church. Lionel Messi is the fucking goat of our generation, period. I had other thoughts, but you know what? No, that's the perfect way to end it, and uh, it's it's undeniable. It really is undeniable. One hundred percent. There's just there's no argument. Come see me. When things got shitty, Messi stayed and stood up. When things got shitty for Portugal, they benched Ronaldo and they got better. Uh, here's and then they lost, and Ronaldo bitched off down the tunnel crying instead of consoling his teammates like a leader yep. and congratulating the opposition. Um, Messi defends. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest difference, right? I mean, Ronaldo sits at the top and expects the ball to get to him, and Messi was everywhere going in on tackles. And when he goes down, like, he may look at a ref and be like, come on now, man, like there's got to be a card eventually or something like that. Like you'll see him get upset, but <laughs> Mel's doing the sticker. Bit. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Thank, 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 thank she you. She just starts slapping great, him great, down. Great, great production. Great production. 
Fantastic. <laughs> award winners. Uh, Argentina takes three of the four awards with um, with best young player. Just so the stream can see, that's yeah. how it looks. Yeah, <laughs> right very there. Good. Very good. Let's keep this rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Then uh, uh, player of the tournament, obviously Messi. It's not even, again, it's not even a question. Yes, he was between goals and assists. He did everything. Golden boot went to Kellen Mbappe, who was... Not happy about getting that trophy at all. There's a caveat to that, too. Mm -hmm. However, that was another exciting aspect of the final itself was the golden boot changed hands three times Mm -hmm. because Kylian Mbappe had it going in. Messi scored, gave it to Messi. Kylian Mbappe scored again. Or scored the first goal, rather, went back to Mbappe. Then Messi scored an extra time. Went back to Messi, and then Kylian Mbappe scored the final time, and it went back to him because um, Messi had it tiebreaker on assists. Yep, he had it on tiebreaker. Uh, on assists. Uh, it was that was brilliant. <laughs> um, I would like to say um, we're here for the live stream. Kylian Mbappe, this was his look with the uh, trophy. Aww. Oh yeah, it was, <laughs> it was for sure. Held it, held it at his side, and just kind of hmm, yeah. Here, here's this. And then he stayed professional about it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. stood there cold, stone face, mm-hmm. fine, great, whatever. Golden Gloves goes to Emmy. <laughs> now, um, I've never seen a keeper give up 10 goals and get <laughs> in the tournament and get the Golden Gloves. I think that save at the end and the penalty saves in two knockout games, including the final, had something to do with it, but... I would debate that Morocco's keeper certainly deserved a shout at it. And I would also say if we're talking about penalty saves and knockout stages, fucking Croatia's keeper certainly deserved it as well. I got to go back and actually look at the stats, but there was another show I was listening to today that pointed out the fact that they think that Emmy was tied (laughs) or only one less clean sheet than the Serbian, uh, not Serbian, Croatian. Maybe Croatian keeper mm-hmm. and the Moroccan keeper. He only had one less or he was equal to on clean sheets. Mm-hmm. But exactly what you just said, that save at the end of extra time probably probably puts you over the edge or just by itself alone <coughs> standing, you win. Yeah, FIFA might be regretting giving it to him. Could be. So, Maybe. Mel. Yeah. Um, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, when Emmy got the uh, Golden Glove trophy? Fucking love it. <laughs> Apparently. Now, he did an interview with an Argentinian podcast that I listened to part of it. And he said that when he got the Golden, when he got the award, the French fans were booing very loudly. So he was not happy with that and decided to show them how happy he was. Okay. Not the first time he's humped anything or a trophy or the air. It's just kind of what we come to expect from Emmy. And then being the dork he is, then goes over and starts blowing the thumb. Yes, he his, his photo with it. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> he's, such, he, he, he's such a goober. But then he took three steps and did the same pose for the next set of photographers yep. blowing the oh, thumb. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. He made sure everybody got the angle of all the blowing and all the humping. All the blowing. Because you know why? Hashtag. Vela Fox. 
All right, so they start uh, handing out the medals, and uh, the the one bit I don't hate at all is when the second place team gets the the uh, fucking medal. They put it around their neck, and then they promptly take it off the minute they walk away. Off. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Just take it off. The, the pitcher, their team pitcher, who is kind of, they're all just kind of scattered. It, it looks like a Christian rock album with like one guy looking off in the distance, the other guy looking right at the camera. <laughs> one guy's turned around like they could turned around. fucking care less. Yeah, they nobody were, gives a shit. They're just all uh, strewn all over the place. Nobody can. Speaking of not giving a shit, you mm-hmm. know what I loved? Uh, so, Killian Mbappe, uh, and this is mad respect, uh, and will be from us. I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, he is staunchly against being um, used for political or commercial gains for shit he doesn't believe in. Mm-hmm. And Macron is in bed with the Qataris. Because of their investment in Paris and their investment in France, owning PSG, mm-hmm. but their investment in that whole thing will come on to the robe on Messi. That's the very next thing. We'll come on to that. But they also own Mbappe at PSG, right? Right. He is staunchly against being used for any pro, anything that he doesn't believe in. Mm-hmm. And st- like, he doesn't do adverts for alcohol. Mm-hmm. He does, it frequently doesn't show up to team photo shoots for adverts for alcohol and gambling. He, d- he's not a part of any of that. And Macron has tried to phone him and use him for those things. He called him to try to get him to stay at PSG. Not saying that was part of Mbappe's decision to stay, mm-hmm. but. My mother even said at this point he's just being rude, not knowing the context. To when he he didn't once make eye contact with Macron at all, right? Really? Not once. Watch the watch the the okay. metal presentation back. He didn't once. He gave a half-hearted handshake for the because he has to because he's right. there, and then he just he's looking down like this the whole time while Macron's talking into his ear. And he's just like, yeah, okay. He tried to walk away twice, and Macron kind of brought him back. Mm. So he was just like, fuck you. Like, I'm not listening to you. I don't want to be here. I don't know why you want me here. I'm not being used for your bullshit. You're not going to get a nice smiling photo of me with you. Fuck you. Right. right. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to smile for Good the camera. For yeah. And I think he deserves massive respect. Yeah. yeah. It was odd seeing Macron down there on the pitch, like, Right well, after the well, he did it. Out, he did it. Yeah, that's normal. They have the presidents of both countries, the presidents of both FAs. Yeah, they're and there. then the presidents of the <coughs> hosts. The, well, the governing body yeah. of each continent. So the Conmebol president was there, as was Seraphin. Right. Both in their FIFA crested jackets, cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were both there. The president of FIFA, obviously, uh, uh, King Infantino, <laughs> was there, uh, as well as um, you know. So, but but that's that's the line of dignitaries: is the presidents of the two countries, the presidents of the two FAs, and then the presidents of the two confederations. Then fuck Cutter got exactly what fuck Cutter fucking paid for, and why they bribed everybody. They got to fucking shroud the goat in a fucking robe. Where it's- you couldn't see his crest, you couldn't see his uniform as he lifted the fucking World Cup. So, I don't have a problem 
with gifting him a robe. Mm -hmm. Often in Arab cultures and Asian cultures, you get for, as a (laughs) congratulations, you get gifted Mm -hmm. traditional garb or some sort of token of appreciation from the culture that you've done something within. Right. Fine. This is Lionel Messi's moment. (coughs) This is Argentina's moment. And the man lifting the trophy was made to wear something that did not present his colors or his country. Right. They made it about themselves. Mm -hmm. When a gracious host, a gracious, gracious host makes it about their guests. Mm Mm-hmm. And Qatar didn't do it. And that is distasteful. And I wish that was the only thing that I was egregious about this World Cup for. Yeah. Yeah. But it's obviously not. Yeah. Absolutely. And we... The most goals in a World Cup ever. The most minutes played in a World Cup ever undoubtedly the greatest final, the greatest match, the ever in a World Cup. And I would say there were some other fucking stellar match. That that France fucking England match was a great game. Was incredible. Um Morocco beating Spain and Portugal back to back was fucking incredible. Like there were some Croatia beating Brazil was fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And those fucking cunts are gonna get to take all the f- are gonna go. Oh, it was our World Cup. It was it was a <laughs> it was a cutter greatest World Cup ever. You you know that is the bullshit that is gonna be said. Yes, Mel. I just want to bring a different viewpoint, and that's the cultural one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Bashati. I might be pronouncing that wrong. It's something only worn by royalty and clergy. It's considered to be one of the highest honors to be presented with that in their culture. And so him Do it after being the, trophy the champion, they that's what that was part of their ceremony. So I, I it was on Do it one after hand, the trophy you could make lift. an argument both ways, but it Do was get there. A picture, get a picture of him in that robe with the fucking yeah. trophy. After. Absolutely positively. The moment he lifts that cup yeah, it should be one thousand percent about him, his yeah. team, and his country. In his country, that's what it should be. And it wasn't. It was about the fucking robe. Yeah, it was about the that's fucking the robe. problem. Um, that's is, my issue. Uh, it, I, I'm, what I'm saying is the act of putting it on him for the trophy lift itself was distasteful. Not the act of giving it to him. We're gonna need a. You're gonna need to take a selfie of. Oh, that I'm I'm on camera because um, we're gonna need that for uh for Instagram this when, week. When you know you never give them pictures. Maybe she'll some, text it to me by the middle of January. I have some uh information the, about the sheik in the back picture. Oh of, yes, hey, all right, okay. Uh, Christian shared this with. Please me. tell me his name is Jafar. No, uh, damn it. His name is. Tell me it moved. Yes. His name is Jassam bin Haman bin Kafa al-Tanari. He was the Qatar heir apparent until 2003 when he voluntarily gave up his succession to his younger brother. Two years later, in a report with Al Jazeera, rumor has it he's gay. (laughs) 
I told you, oftentimes, mildly perturbed and horny have the same face. <laughs> yes, they do. That's pretty good. I don't Thanks even know what to say. Uh, it makes it very confusing in my marriage, but yes, it, I see that piece all the time. <laughs> it doesn't look. It doesn't make for a great podcast, but I'm actually speechless. <laughs> I, I, I often look and go, hmm, does my wife want to fight with me or does my wife <laughs> want to fuck, fuck me? me. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm not sure how to react right now. Sometimes both. <laughs> Real quickly, uh, Sam. What, who do you think are favorites going into 2026? That's a long way away. A lot can change. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. Um, Well, it's not Portugal or Argentina. I'll tell you that. No. Actually, Portugal may be a dark horse for me. Um, Um, Argentina, you know, who's it going to be once Messi's gone? And that defense is very poor. But I, they're still going to be in and about it. But I don't think they're real contenders. I could see... They're, they honestly rub me as the kind of team that doesn't make it out of the group stages. I can that see typically the, happens. I could see the U.S. being a dark horse. Mm-hmm. I could see France being there about uh, again at, as usual, to be honest, because those kids that came on played fucking well. Right. They've also got injured players that are still of age um, and not too old um, that are very good that they were missing. Um. I could see Brazil is a fairly young side as well, being mm-hmm. there or thereabouts. Now that they have some experience, that'll probably be Neymar's last World Cup. Right. As he's 30 or 31. Right. Um, overall, as a team, I think England are probably my favorites. Yeah. To be honest. And I know the Euros will tell a lot in where they are. And it will be a new manager because the FA just came out this weekend and said Gareth Southgate's going to be staying on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for the Euros, mm-hmm. but no comment past that. And that's when his contract ends is after the Euros. Right. If he wins it, you'd figure he'd be given a new contract. Right. But they would probably be with this current crop of players four years time. I think you only have to replace, what, two or three people? Really? Yeah. Harry Kane, maybe. Yeah, Harry Kane. You have to uh, – Jordan Henderson. Henderson um, and Kyle Walker. Yeah. Because Kyle it. Walker, I think, is 30. Rest that team Rest still that team's there. Young. Yeah, that was my well, could be there. My three favorites going into the next World Cup is is Brazil number one with a bullet because that team is young and and they're complete, which is that team's never been complete. That team's always lacked um, some fortitude. They've always uh, lacked good defense. Mm-hmm. They're they're good all the way around. Um, England is right up there, and France is undoubtedly still right up there for me. Yep. Those those are the three teams that I look right at right off the bat and go, yep, those those three I could see. I can already see three of the four semifinalists right there. For sure. Yeah. And as we are accustomed to in this country of people not walking <laughs> away gracefully, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently the people of Portugal as well, uh, <laughs> uh, Ronaldo, uh, mm-hmm. I would say my hope not that I don't want to see him play anymore, but my hope is that that was the last ball that Messi's ever kicked for Argentina. I would hope so, too. Be graceful. Finish on a high. Walk away. Brett Favre wrote two books about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> walk away. Yeah, just call it a day. Don't fucking screw it up. Yeah. This is your legacy. You are now the closest to a mortal that a man will ever be. <laughs> Leave it there. Yeah. yeah. Keep playing club ball. Fine. Go get your payday in Saudi Arabia. Fine. Not that he needs a payday. He's been making a million a week for five years. 
But walk away. Be done with Argentina now. You did it. Um, I'm going to leave that last line, Sam. Um, I was going to leave that for parting words. I okay, think. that's fine you know? then. All right, perfect. I, I was just going to say, uh, don't pull a Brady. Sure money. Oh shit! I pulled up the wrong shit on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, I needed. Gotta... I I had Pat's email. I had things for me to do. Well, so mm, allow me to. Do the following, Mr. Graham. I am currently pouring my shot on my lord. There you go. Because <laughs> I did not hit my bet, and I played the game. I decided to go with, um, you know what? If I don't hit my bet, I'll still be okay because Sam's going to lose out. Sam swung big. Sam hit big. Sam hit big. Yes, I did. Sam wins. He had Argentina beating Croatia. He had France beating Morocco. And he had Argentina winning the World Cup. And uh, to you, sir, um, you know what? It's just another fucking shot of my lord. I do enough of these already. I was going to say, I took a picture of it, but I think I have a hundred pictures of you and a glass of my lord. Yeah, no shit. Mm, but it's been a little while. Wow. Mm. <sighs> God, that shit sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, just wait. Prem's starting back up again. It'll be a regular uh, routine for you mm-hmm. again. Yeah, I know, because Wolves will probably fucking beat us on Boxing Day. That's just, and, then, and then it's City. And then it's City on my birthday. That's going to be great. Going to fucking lose on my fucking birthday. And I'll be fucking wonderful. I turn 50 and my team's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam, what segment is this, by the way? This is sore money. Sorry about that. I was uh, ahead of myself. Uh, for closing words, because I forgot we were doing this, to be honest. <laughs> uh, so this is Sure Money. This is where we make bets to better inform you about your bets. Oh, by the way, I remind you, you still have to do Championship Corner as well. I know. Uh, and I'll, I'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> Just <laughs> let this happen. It's fine. Um, could you pour me a, a half shot of Malort real quick? Okay. We're not going to let you go it alone. Okay. The reason being, <laughs> despite my swinging big... Uh, and and hitting my bet that took me up top, Arsenal, as was aptly pointed out, uh, did lose 2-0 to Juventus with most of their first-team squad back. Most of the first-team squad back. Mm-hmm. Two own goals. <laughs> <laughs> that deserves a half shot of my lord. deserves a half shot of my lord. Um, Mel over here doing the uh, reverse style of Major League, where it was the pieces of clothing being removed. Mel is taking stickers and sticking them all well, over herself. Normally during the show, I check off what segments we've done. And since they're labels, I just uh, had to put them somewhere. <clears throat> this is like the reverse of the sweater song yes. by Weezer. Yeah. Ooh, we going out on that? Who knows? Injury time? I like it. I missed with Croatia, and I ended up being down $258. Big Sam's Luck of the Week. 20% of the time, it works 100% of the time. But it's back to the real deal, Scram, where I am currently in the Prem down $668. Big Sam's Luck of the Week. Because... 15.384615% of the time? It also works 100% of the time. That's right, we're doing it twice this week, people. My sound bite twice. I'm going to take a three-game parlay on Boxing Day. You don't normally do that kind of stuff. Palace to beat Fulham. Mm -hmm. And that's at home for Palace. Mm -hmm. Newcastle to beat Leicester at Leicester. 
and Brighton to beat <laughs> Southampton at Southampton plus $847. You'll be pissed about mine. Uh-huh. Okay. Very good. Um, what about our boy? I know he can't join us tonight because he was up drinking late and uh, being really pissed off on Sunday night football so with Pat- the uh, Red Commander Skins team. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Hello, guys. We're back to gambling on the Premier League. And next Monday, we've got seven games on the docket. I'll look up what I'm down to. I believe it's minus 500. So this Monday, I'll take a three-game parlay for $100. First, I'll take Tottenham over Brentford, Everton over Wolves, and Arsenal over West Ham. That pays off on DraftKings at uh, 553 bucks, so plus 533 You guys have a great Christmas, and I'll talk to you next week. Fantastic. And also, a uh, big shout-out to uh, our boy, Mr. Uh, Firehawk, for winning the pool. The pool, yep. We had, uh, uh, who finished second? Business doing oh, what business, business does. Right. Oh business fine. That's why I shut it out of my brain. Found his way into the money. That's why I shut. There was a point, right, where Heath, uh, one of my neighbors, uh-huh. finished in third place uh-huh. in the pool, right? Yep. yep. There was a point in which, during the day, he was on top. Yep. Of the pool. But depending on the result, right? Firehawk was in third. Heath was in first. Yep. Then the lead changed. It went back to Firehawk up top, Heath in third. And then yep. business had accumulated enough points to five times his money, and that's it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Boom. That's where he was. I'm right in the middle. You can't displace me, and I also can't win. Right. Five times my money. Is nothing more business than that. It's, you it's know, he just. This is thing a business has ever been. He doesn't follow the players. He only follows the money. You know, he's the business. We have a different friend named Biz, though. You can't finish with Biz. Uh, to me, she's still always EB. <laughs> the business. Fair. Okay, that's fine. Is that it? Yeah, no. Well, we got We're Mr. Done? Graham's got to do a bet. I have a bet. Um, so I don't remember what I, I got to check what I'm down. I think it's minus what week are we in? You're down a lot. You're down yeah, like, it's like whatever week 13, we're in. Fourteen hundred minus one. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm down fourteen hundred. Yeah. Anyway, I'm getting it all back right now. Right now, I okay. got a four game parlay. Oh, he's okay. swinging big, kid. I'm swinging big. I got plus two thousand five hundred eighty-seven U.S. American dollars uh, for a hundred dollar bet, and I am going on to my four game parlay: Arsenal to beat West Ham, Everton to beat Wolves, Palace to beat Fulham. And this is where me and Pat differ. Brentford to beat Tottenham. Ooh, wishful thinking. I like that. I am actually They're going to be Harry Kane and Hugo Lloris-less. I am putting, and it's at Brentford, I am putting a fiver on Brentford to win outright. And I'm I definitely don't, doing and that. I don't care that Brentford might be Tony-less. They haven't ruled on it. They so as of right now, he's eligible. He's, he's eligible. So he's... Tony Full. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. It's not a bad bet. I can't look at you with all those goddamn stickers on your face. It's not I, a bad bet. I'm going to be really angry when my team fucks it off This for is you. like a really organized cum shot. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Do You After Dark on Patreon, but if it's people wanted to funny. find it, how would they find it, Graham? <laughs> Patreon.com backslash Do You Football Show for all the sex jokes. Relating to football. I mean, if you're going to call me a whore, I'll act like one. (laughs)
You are both such fucking whores. Yep. I love how we also just are kindred spirits and get each other. <laughs> you know who isn't a whore? Our chicken. There she is, though. Well, Kitty had a bad World Cup because she didn't listen to Lady, and she finished at five and nine. But you know, she's seven and seven in the prem this season, and ready to get back to betting the games she loves. Yes, she is. So this week, I gave Kitty Chelsea hosting Bournemouth, and Kitty quickly pulled up her Apple TV account because, of course, she has an Apple that TV bitch account. She's got Apple TV. Oh, I don't even have it in the house. I have to borrow my sister's. She's got a big screen up uh, in the fucking coop. Uh, Apple TV account to show me the final dance sequence in Spirited. Have you seen okay. the movie yet? Will no. Ferrell and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Rob, Rob uh, McElhaney's friend. Yeah, exactly. Rob McElhaney's friend. I have uh, not. And Shania you... Twain now sings, oh, so you think you're uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> that don't impress me much. Man, uh, I feel and like Ryan you know Reynolds. It, right there in the credits is Kitty dancing with Will Ferrell. I knew I saw her. I was mm-hmm. positive. You doubted me. No, I it told was you it was Kitty. I, I wasn't Jumping sure. in the water. There she was. And so it's already been documented that Will is a Chelsea supporter. So clearly she's picking the Blues to win. There we go. All right. Chelsea over Bournemouth. Fair enough. And uh, I got nothing cool to say. Oh, I got to pull my stickers off because I did this segment. Done. And you know what else is done? Mm -hmm. Reminding you guys to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner. I've fallen and I can't get up. But answer me this, Mr. Graham. Can Messi do it on a cold, rainy Wednesday in Stoke? <laughs> Let's figure it out when he signs for Villa. Uh, <laughs> it had to be said. <laughs> yeah. It had to be said. <laughs> There's always going to be those cuts. Um, all right. So in the championship this week, and we're just doing Friday on, uh, you got Birmingham over Reading 3-2. to two. Uh, you go through Stoke did it on a cold night in Stoke. Two uh, <laughs> one over Bristol. Actually, it was in Bristol, but that's fine. Over Bristol City, uh, Burnley three one over Borough. Cardiff and Blackpool to a one one draw, which I sure was an exhilarating match. Uh, Coventry and Swansea a three three draw, also very exciting. <laughs> the preview. What a better build up to the World Cup final than a three three draw at Coventry. <laughs> Uh, Watford 2-0 over Huddersfield uh, away. Uh, Hull 1-1 with Sunderland. QPR 1-0 over Preston. West Brom 3-0 over Watering, uh, Rothering. I'm sorry. Uh, Amazing what happens when you get rid of the Bruce. Yeah. No more sausage rolls in the canteen. The fucking team starts winning. You can run. No more diarrhea. It's great. Blackburn 2-0 over Norwich, which is big at the top. On Sunday, Luton and Millwall got postponed. Not sure why. Not going to look into it either. Do your own research. Mm -hmm. Think for yourselves. (laughs) Uh, Sheffield United 2-1 over Wigan on Monday. That is going to bring us your championship table. Burnley is on top 47 points on 23 games. Three more than Sheffield United on the same number of games. Blackburn is down uh, five points behind on the same number of games in third place at 39. Watford, uh, also 23 games played uh, on 37 points. Norwich, 35 points. QPR, 34 points in sixth. Preston North End in seventh on 34 points. Interestingly, both of those teams 
even mm-hmm. goal differential. No Zero. Okay. Yeah. But nor QPR, sorry, misread. QPR has scored 27. Preston North End has only scored 22. Ooh, okay. There so you they're go. going to the second tiebreaker there uh, to figure out where they are on the table. Birmingham in eighth on 32 points are still in the hunt for a playoff place, obviously. And, I mean, everybody's still in the hunt for a playoff place because there's still 9,652 games left in the championship. As, as um, always, well documented. Right. Swansea uh, is in 10th on 32, as is Reading in 11th on 32 points. You go down to the bottom in Huddersfield. Outside chance, but they still have a chance to make the playoffs uh, with 19 points in their bag. <laughs> w- <laughs> Wigan are on 24. Blackpool are on 24 in 22nd place. And going up the table... Um, so Wigan in 23rd there, if you, you couldn't keep up. Uh, Hull City is in 21st on 26. As Cardiff uh, in 20th is the same number of points. And Rotheringham is in 19th on the same number of points. The only difference, obviously, being goal differential. Um, so there is all to play for. Uh, separating Hull City in 21st place, the first spot above the relegation zone. Uh, there is only three points separating them in 16th place, West Brom. Only five points, uh, sorry, four points separating them and four, uh, 13th place Middlesbrough, five points to 12th place Sunderland. So mm-hmm. all could change in two games. And you look at some of these bottom half well, teams. Also remember, West Brom was dead oh, last yeah. right before they fired Bruce yep. and have shot up the table. So now you look down at some of these teams. Huddersfield and dead last have only 22 games played instead of 23. You go up and Coventry in 14th on 30 points only have 21 games played. Uh, Luton Town 22, West Brom 22. So there's games in hand now starting to pile up for some of these sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see either a gap created or a tightening happening. Excellent. All right, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Mr. Graham, parting words. Let's put a bow on fuck cutter. Let's put a bow on fuck, fuck Qatar, cutter. Fuck cutter. Cantar. Fuck them all. Just I, I do have a bow to put on this, and I just want to say a few stats from this World Cup. <clears throat> the final. 54% possession to Argentina, 46% to France. Shots, 20 shots for Argentina in that game. 10 for France. On target, 10 for Argentina, 5 for France. So 30 shots, and half of them were on target mm-hmm. between the two sides. You had no less than 45 fouls in that game. Wow. Eight yellow cards, no reds, obviously. Only eight offsides. Uh, real quick, Sam, just to interject. Phenomenal officiating at that match. I think so as well. Even dis- despite three penalties being given. Handled mm-hmm. the the moment. Didn't get too wrapped up in it. Controlled emotions. That ref, whomever he was, and his team was fucking exceptional. A full slate, almost full, 13 out of a possible, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 13 out of a possible 14 substitutions were made as well. Mm-hmm. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, yeah. Because Adrian Rabio, 20 minutes after it happened, 20 minutes after it happened, was brought off for a suspected concussion. Yeah. How long does it take you to suspect something? Right. Anyway. Most of both benches played a part 
in addition to all of those stats I was given. There was 11 corner kicks and a total of nine saves. Okay? It was literally one of the greatest football matches I have ever watched in my life. This tournament, in a footballing sense, was one of the greatest tournaments that I've ever seen. was one of the greatest overall displays of month-long football I have ever seen in my life. It was drama. Remember, all the way back at a group stage, only three teams had games that didn't matter? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, every every single other match had implications, and even a couple of the three teams. It started with Group A with Ecuador and Senegal mm-hmm. playing each other, and then it was USA and Iran, and then after that, it became all four teams were still in it from C the rest of the way. Like that that final round of the group stages that week was fucking crazy. What was it Germany and Spain's group? Mm-hmm. That day, Germany were in, out, second, first, last, and then ended up going home in third. Costa Rica at one point, who had lost a match six to one to fucking Spain. Seven one one. Seven one. Were in the knockout stages at one point. Like, that's. Ah! For all of the glorious, beautiful, wonderful, footballing, competitive amazing I, I, there is no better advert for the beautiful game mm-hmm. than this tournament was it was still hosted by a misogynistic homophobic archaic culture who sports watches and used fifa and used the world's game to up their standing in global society, and they can go fuck themselves. And I, my name is Sam Graham. Fucking come find me. Fuck Cutter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you fucked up your mic there, killer. Mike Fall. Mike, I heard Mike drop. No, Mike Fall. Mike Fall. I didn't drop it, it fell. You know, in solidarity, I'm doing the, uh, let me take my shirt off and do the, uh, the titty copper. <laughs> Have at it. It's uh fucking twats. It, and and that is exactly how that country planned it. Um the eight stadiums that were built, two of them will stand in three years. There's one that they said, even said when the last game was played, it was getting torn down right after the World Cup. There was a, it's the one that can be moved and they hope to use it at every World Cup after as part of the legacy of Qatar because it was built out of 923 shipping containers. It was being torn down before the World Cup was over. And and hundreds of dead bodies. Thousands of, Thousands dead, of bodies. dead bodies. The, the other thing is they built a stadium and outside the stadium was a sign that said the future home of the city of whatever the fuck they called the city. Yeah. So they're building the city around the stadium. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. In the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, Get out. Not sure if anybody caught this one. The third place match between Morocco and Croatia. Officiated by the Qatari team, by the Qatari officials. You don't think that was a handshake and a nudge nudge? We're going to make sure you get uh, you get one. Because that officiating group hadn't officiated a match since the group stages. 
typically referees are assessed throughout the tournament and the they good get cut offici- as it goes on. Yeah. The good officials continue to ref in the knockout stages. That was somebody's uncle made sure somebody's cousin got a fucking payday and got to ref that match. Mm-hmm. It's I myself from now on will only refer to it as the 2022 World Cup. It um I've never actively rooted for any country to not make the World Cup. I am actively rooting for fuck cutter to never make it to another World Cup ever again. I hope this was it. I hope that this was their moment, this was their legacy, and they can fucking all jerk each other off quietly because it's against religion there to do so. Jerk each other off. That's against the law. But let let, let them just live in that fucking moment and let those pieces of shit be who they fucking are. I'm going to continue to remember that this was possibly the best World Cup I've ever seen. It really, truly was. It was fucking amazing. And that final is undoubtedly the greatest soccer match I've ever watched. Don't ever take the pressure off countries that would kill or arrest your gay friends and family your poor blue collar friends and family, your, um, your wives, your your wives, wives, your boyfriends, your husbands, your anyone. Don't ever forget. Don't ever stay quiet about. Don't ever do any of that. Your Catholic friends, your Jewish friends, your atheist friends, your, if they are not Muslim Arab men, you are not a citizen or a class of human beings the, in their the eyes. Men were, the men were generally fine unless they had a rainbow on. Then they just got a stern talking to. Right. The women, though, got their rainbows taken from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also, uh, one final uh, RIP to Grant Wall um, as we close that out mm-hmm. um, because he deserves one. The next World Cup is going to be very empty with him not here. Yeah. To report down. on it on on his home turf as well. Yeah, it's, it's it would have been very, very sad, very beautiful for him to have reported that in his home turf because he didn't get to do it the last time because he was a little young back then. Yep. Uh, also, but however, and it's sad that he wasn't here to see it. I believe his internship that Bob Bradley helped him get mm-hmm. was in Argentina. Oh, very cool. I think I might have that wrong, but I'm pretty sure. It was either Argentina or Brazil. It was definitely South America, mm. but I think it was Argentina. Well, SNL cast member Mikey Day is a very happy man because his wife is Argentinian, and every single close of uh, of SNL this whole season, once the World Cup started, Mikey Day, the goofiest-ass, little skinny-ass white boy, Argentina jersey on yep. after at the end of every yeah. single show. And uh, public service announcement, see your cardiologist, people. For yeah, sure. Exactly. My uh, my fat ass is still alive because I saw my cardiologist. Sam's still alive because he got his fucking blood pressure checked. Boys, if you're in your forties and you think you're fucking invincible. Right. If you're only thirty six, which I am, you're not still pay attention. You're not <laughs> go to the doctor. So anyways. Uh, but as Mel but said women, last week. Go ahead and drop dead. 
as I mean, yeah, fuck Cutter. It's it's the year of Cutter. <laughs> no, I mean you don't have access to good health care, so why go? The the Supreme Court said so. Besides, we're going to find a younger, faster model anyways. We we always we always upgrade uh, to a younger one. So, well, so hey, I'm bringing a date to your birthday party. Did you find the details of that Argentinian one with the big titties yet? <laughs> I'm just going to put my shirt back on now so you don't appreciate Sam's me. Sam's working on wife number three. Everything's going plastic anyway. It's fine. The uh, On a serious note, um, uh, diseases that you never think of, like bronchitis, as Mel pointed out last week, do increase your risk of a heart mm-hmm. attack, especially if you're of a certain age, especially if you have a respiratory disease or smoke. Um, make sure, and vaping is smoking. Mm-hmm. Don't get me, I still do both. You watch me every week. <laughs> but uh, make sure that you're taking care of yourselves. Get yourself checked out. Don't be a dickhead about it. Um, we all, you know, can drop trial for any other reason except the doctor. Don't know why. Drop your trousers for the doctor. Just go. It's fine. Um, Great World Cup. Great football. Amazing. It was the best tournament I've ever seen in my life. And one last time, just for those in the back. Everybody, you ready? One, two, three. Fuck Cutter! Next up is injury time, where we're going to actually preview the Boxing Day matches. We are back to the fucking prem. Mr. Graham, we're going to talk. Thank God. We only have one Saudi Arabian team to worry about. (laughs) Everybody else is a good person. (laughs) We've got, uh, we're going to talk about the beers and the ciders we've been drinking. And, uh, of course, check in on all of our adopted clubs, who they're playing or who they're about to play in the case of Batiste. And uh, should one want to find that, Sam, how do they go about doing it? Patreon.com backslash do you football show. Sign up to our one big, beautiful, huge, non-rapey $5 tier. (laughs) Non-NFT. Non-watermarked NFT. (laughs) We guarantee not a single dollar will go towards any insurrection ever. (laughs) (laughs) If you so fancy, you will get both of our extra shows, uh, which are Soundcheck, our actual... uh, actual sound check and uh injury time which is what we're about to do that is our preview show where we go through the upcoming week our beers uh side beers that we have been drinking and review those as well as our side teams our side hoes side bitches uh golden showers of a club in accrington stanley in league one uh we have rail batiste because they were hung over once on a preseason tour uh because that's what we do we're loyal people that's how we roll mm-hmm and of course the ibs because heroin <laughs> we feel an especial affinity to them in the baltimore area <laughs> yeah and just we love the movie train spotting and they all supported them correct all right everybody till next week good night born in the land of bowie maryland bred to be a fan of fucking everton punch you in the eye and drink your rye sam houston Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, yeah, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord, look straight in shorts. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!